Thank you for tuning in to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to and all my amazing guests have to offer, please consider supporting the show by subscribing to our Patreon. The link is at the bottom of the descriptions. All donations go to support our ability to continue to bring you fun and informative content. We can never do it without support from the listeners like you. So thank you. I appreciate you all. And without further ado. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. I am Rashawn Parker, and if you haven't yet, please go watch my television series about chef-owned and operated restaurants. Beyond the Check now streaming on 2B TV and Amazon Prime. But FYI, 2B TV is Fox's free TV. It's free. Also, go follow us on Tastemade, and you can subscribe and watch some awesome live events that we have, such as making really cool food and a behind-the-scenes cooking show coming soon, which is a cooking show that you get to watch us make so you can know how to make a cooking show. Anyway, I have a fantastic guest today. Uh, She is a registered holistic nutrition uh, who teaches people how to cook simple and delicious, allergy-friendly, healthy meals and integrate a holistic approach through mind, body, and spirit. She's had a long struggle with health issues herself, and she also hosts a podcast called Physical Emotional Health Secrets, Uh, and, you know, she's a lot of fun to hang out with, and we get to hang out with her today. Ladies and gentlemen, Amanda Elise Love. Hi, Amanda. Hi, I love that intro. It was (laughs) so much fun. (laughs) I tried. I was reading a little bit, but, you know, I winged the rest of it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. That's good. Uh, where are you today? Um, so I'm in Austin, Texas. I've only been here for ten months. Ten months. Oh, you were there when I was there. We were we were in Austin in December to shoot season three of my show. Oh, really? Yeah. I love I love it. it. The drivers the drivers are insane, um, but otherwise it's cool. Really pretty, like a lot more a lot more scenic than I expected. Yeah, that was the one number one thing I was like, I'm like, I decided I was like, well, I want to, I'm like, I don't, I was like, I want to leave Arizona. And so I was like, well, what are the top places to live in the U.S.? And Austin's been voted number one mm-hmm. so many years in a row, but not this year. And I was like, <laughs> my aunt was like, what about Austin? I'm like, I don't know. And, and we also said Dallas and I'm like, nah. And we're in then, Dallas so, too. The drivers in Dallas are worse, actually. Really? I haven't been to uh, Dallas yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they're crazy. And I was like, and my aunt was like, okay, God wants you, like a family friend like was like, God wants you in Austin, Texas. So I was like, okay, I'm in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Here so, you are. Do you feel like you're at home? Oh, uh, I I like it. It's just been harder than I thought <laughs> because I don't have family here. And so it's starting scratch from everything. Right, like so, the only people you get to meet at work, and ah, uh, well, work, I work for you... myself, so oh, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 so that's the thing. So then I'm Clients? like, I have, I have to meet people that like through networking events or like through my church and stuff like that. But that's been hard too. I hear Goodwill is a great place to meet people. <laughs> so, really? <laughs> yeah. I have... I don't even know what Goodwill is around here. I have a friend who's like, I like, I just I go to Goodwill all the time, and I just meet the greatest people. Like, and like, because he just like he goes and like buys, he just goes junk hunting, and 
I don't know. It's hard. It's it's hard to find people my age, I think, because usually they're like married and have kids already. And I'm 32. And it's just everyone's so busy. So <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what they're busy with if you don't have kids. <laughs> right. But they're so busy. It's like even when I was going to a specific church, it was so many people like I wanted to see people for months and I would just see the same people and stuff. Uh, have you tried just going and experimenting at all the fun restaurants in town and you can go sit at the bar and then you will meet the other the other lone soldiers out and about having their their fancy dinners. And uh, I mean, you, I you, you can make friends that. that way. You know, I mean, you got to eat. So you might as well yeah. make some friends while you're at it. I mean, I, we have some amazing restaurants here. Yeah, I've been, I've been to food. a few. Tacos, tacos everywhere for breakfast and lunch and dinner and burritos. Yeah, breakfast tacos are supposedly yeah. the end thing. Oh, there's yeah, <clears throat> super in everywhere. And, and barbecue, barbecue. I heard. Yeah, yeah. Do um have have do you, do you eat meat? Have you had any Texas barbecue yet? Um, yeah, I think I've had it twice, but I'm not sure. I think one time was like somebody I went to a Thanksgiving with someone, and they were like, and they're like, oh, I don't know if it's Terry's. I don't remember. This Terry, is back oh, in- Terry, Terry Black's. Terry Black's yeah. barbecue. Yeah, I, think, I, I think I mentioned two different ones, and I don't remember which one they got and stuff. <laughs> you should go check out Love Barbecue. Love it's Barbecue? Love Barbecue. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's around downtown Austin. Uh, somewhere's about. I forget exactly where. But Love Barbecue. It's a couple of lovely ladies who come from a barbecue uh, legacy, right? So, yeah. Uh, Leanne, one of the owners, her dad was one of the original like barbecue kings of of Austin, Texas. <clears throat> and so she uh, has her own barbecue place now called La Barbecue with uh, her partner. And really good barbecue. Long lines, so get there early. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say with the barbecue places. Like you have to wait like a long time in Texas. I'm only like 13 minutes from downtown, so drive so you're in the heart I, of it i gotta i yeah i gotta maybe i'll have to ask someone a friends or two if they want to come right and lots of hiking you have some beautiful hiking like some amazing just like you know they're all paved paths and stuff like yeah it's I'm so jealous. funny i'm in savannah it's so flat so when i was there one of the things huh? like it's funny because everybody was like every i like when i when i first moved here i was like i just gotta get out and so I would just go like out on the weekends and this was like last summer and I would just go like to all the different hiking places. Yeah. And I'm like, I love how they say it's hiking and I'm like, it's not hiking. <laughs> I'm like, this is not hiking. Cause I'm a, I used, I lived in Northern Arizona for almost six years. So I was like, this is not hiking, but at least it's nature. Right. It just happens yeah. to have a cement path. If you go yeah. off to, there's the bike paths onto the sides, so you can kind of, you know, get a little more hiking feel if you, if you wander, wander down on the well, bike path. Well, it's nice to, like, go, go through the trees and stuff like that, and there's, um, Lady Burger Lake is beautiful downtown. But anyway, so you, you have a business, you, you work for yeah. yourself, and you help, you help people. What do you do? Tell, tell, tell me, tell me about you, Amanda Love. So, t- oh, well, what, 
there's a lot to tell, but um, so I was actually (laughs) diagnosed with fibromyalgia. So at 20 years old, so this was back in 2010. So this will be 12 years this fall. And I was just like sick, sick, sick growing up, like all the time, like immune system, sinus infections, sore throats. And they were just like, put her on the antibiotics. Her blood work looks fine. Everything looks fine. And out of high school. Yeah, well, I'm like sick all the time. And I had to play catch up with school all the time, too. And like I got held back at one point. And so there was a lot of there was also some trauma stuff going on also. Right. And they're like, I was, uh, as soon as I completed a personal training program out of high school, like I turned 20 and like two weeks later and I just couldn't move. I was just in so much pain. I was so fatigued. I was exhausted. I felt like I couldn't focus. And mm-hmm. 10 months later, they're like, you have fibromyalgia. Like, well, at least it's explained now. So, <clears throat> well, I feel like I mean, it sucks, it's... sucks to hear, but like when you finally know what's wrong, it's, it's somewhat really, well, you would think that, but then it starts the slippery slope because they don't have any answers besides take the medication and do the physical therapy. Yeah, so. I, I had a friend who had fibromyalgia and like she wouldn't take her medications all she did she like just had to she just smoked weed that's all she did like and it was the only thing that actually helped her yeah and i it's so it's like the thing is like you start this slippery slope of going okay what are the answers i did physical therapy i did medication um i didn't stay on the medication for long just because my grandmother's like this isn't helping you're not going to stay on this but like so what did, did you do? I did pain management also. So that was painful. But the biggest thing that turned my health around was like, I my grandmother was like, okay, I found a newspaper clipping with the wellness talk by a wellness chiropractor. She went to the talk and he's like, if your granddaughter has been sick and she's only 20 and she's been diagnosed with that, she's been very sick for a long time. And that was when my grandma was like, she told me, she's like, oh, light bulb went off in her head. And she's like, oh, he really, really gets it. And I found out I had food sensitivities, highest in his practice at the time, gluten sensitivity. Both parents gave me that. A soy sensitivity, egg sensitivity, dairy sensitivity. So you're basically allergic to everything. Yeah. And that was... Back in 2011. So, and yeah. So you, that, I mean, there's just no way to moderate a lot of those things that you're just being fed either because you're eating them pretty much every day. You're around it every day. Yeah. And it was just, and honestly, it was, and I and I thought I was eating healthy before that, but I didn't know I was, I couldn't have those foods. So it's a big thing when you realize, oh, those foods aren't giving me the best energy they're draining me. Right. So you changed your diet? Uh, yeah, I changed it. I did an elimination plan and all of that. I did stool testing, saliva testing also. And, like, that's the thing I tell people. When you can't have certain foods, it's hard, but then you get used to it, right? 
But I think at the beginning, it was a little hard, but I was at that breaking point where I was like, I'd rather feel well than be sick. Right. And stuff like that. And I want to live a long life. And I was at that breaking point where I was tired of feeling bad all the time and stuff like that. And I'm also the type where I'm like, I'm willing to try anything to feel good and to feel better. And that's just my personality. I'll try anything. But I think that's the thing with like gluten and everything right now. Everybody's like, oh, go gluten free. Like that's been pushed so much in society. But what about the other things? What about like the eggs, the dairy, the soy? What are the the other there's nine out of foods and stuff. <laughs> and ever I tell people, I tell people, I say, well, if you're going gluten-free, don't be eating the gluten-free products. Those are like horrible for you. And they have sugar and fat and all that. And, and a lot I of time, do, you, do you think that a lot of time people are, are just misdiagnosing themselves with, with allergies because they they don't know specifically what they're allergic yeah. to because they haven't gone and got like the skin tests and the yeah you could yeah and I got tested and stuff and I think that's a thing to get find a like a wellness chiropractor who could do the really good testing and stuff like that so I didn't even know that was a wellness chiropractor yeah which, is not, wellness which, which chiropractor. is not a chiropractor but he was also wellness yeah he also was like nutrition also and stuff like that. So you have a very specific diet that you that you follow now? Yeah, I stay away from those foods, but I just I also am like, okay, I'm good. I think we get back to going back to just eating healthy foods like whole foods and meats and like what did we used to have hundreds of years ago, right? Right. The problem is the problem that I find is that we those foods are all available, but they're not the same foods that we would have had back then. Like, you know, our cow yeah. is not didn't didn't just get to it's wander around eating grass. Right. It's it's not it's it's shot it's, up with so many things. It's it's not nutritionized. You know what I mean? It's, the not, dirt, not, it's that's also the problem, too. I, I agree where we're like, it's not always the best, but it's better than the processed food. Right. Right. I mean, the best you can do is get it from a farm, right? The, yeah, that's, the, that's the best you can do. That's yeah, that's the best you could do, and and it, there's like farmers markets and stuff, always and stuff like that. But try to I eat mean, in season also, and try to get food that's near you. But we're not going to be perfect. No, I mean it's never going to be perfect, but it's know, expensive. We, and it's expensive. It is. It is not. You know, if you want to go buy a pound of hamburger at Kroger's, or you want to go get the pound of hamburger from your your local yeah. farm, right? It's you know, it's more expensive. But in reality, if you had, if you bought half of the whole cow from, and then paid for the processing and had a way to store it, it actually turns out to be the same price. I watched a thing on a guy who does this the other day, like. Is it actually more expensive to live locally versus going to the grocery store? It depends on your on the on the ratio of purchase, right? So if you're buying in bulk, it actually is the same price to buy from your farm as it is to buy from the grocery store. Just over time, you, you know, it's the time difference. It's the your ability to store things. It's your ability to purchase in a large amount, right, at one time. Yeah, I think buying in bulk is 
amazing, especially if you can do it and stuff. Right. We can't all do that. <laughs> I know. I can't. Well, I live in an apartment, so like I don't have that much space too, right? <laughs> right. Most people don't. But, but we do the best we can, right? And stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I see a bunch of a bunch of uh, degrees hanging behind you. What's going on back there? Um, yeah, I got certified as a, so I did, um, I went into nutrition and I was like, well, I did the personal training program first, but like after that, I was like, I love nutrition and stuff. And I started really young, loving nutrition, like 11, 12, and now I'll, I'll, this will tell people something. Um, and I don't share this very often. Um, that probably started with a show in the U.S. called The Biggest Loser. And yeah. Because I loved watching that show. <laughs> I remember. I remember. The, I watched the first two seasons, I think. I was addicted to that show. <laughs> like, I was like, that's it tells you. Like, I was 12, 13 years old at the time when that show started. And I was like, I love. Uh, that's probably where my love of, like, fitness came. Because I loved the trainers. I got the DVDs and stuff like that. And it was a positive oriented show, you know, as opposed to a lot of reality TV at the time. You know, I mean, the, the name wasn't so encouraging, right? <laughs> I mean, looking back at it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was horrible. Like mm-hmm. that they would lose all that weight so fast. Everything like right. that. And I'm like, I would never recommend anybody do that now. But I was but like just like getting people healthy and stuff like that. And I, and I was like, I love this. So that's why I went into personal training. And then after that, I was like, ah, I love my nutrition too. So I'm like, I want to do more in the nutrition space. And the personal training only was like a hundred hours. So I did a Institute of integrated nutrition, but that didn't get, teach me how to get to like the root causes of why we deal with health conditions. So then I did like the, um, the Canadian school of natural nutrition and became a registered holistic nutritionist. And then after that, I did more schooling, like in culinary nutrition and gut health and all of that type of thing. So from the ground to our stomachs and beyond. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I feel, you got like, it all. I feel like, I feel like that's the thing though. I think and we're all different too though. Right. Like yeah. when, it comes, when it comes to all that, like it, it we're all like very individualized. Big, yeah. I think that's the big thing. We're very different and everybody's like, well, I'm different. You're different. Like it's, it's all bio individuality too. Right. Not right. one thing's going to work for somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have the unfortunate um, side effect of I have zero allergies, so I'm your exact opposite. Like I can rip poison ivy out with my bare hands. Like I literally have zero allergies to anything that I'm aware of. Anyway, that I'm aware of. Yeah, and that's the thing. We're all different, and I think that's the thing. People are, people are like, oh, everybody wants to follow like whatever the latest fad is. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not taking into account uh, what is your sleep like? What is your hormones like? What is your relationships like? What's your trauma? Mm-hmm. You I just, 
We, I, I just uh, talked to a gentleman, uh, at Dr. Uh, Forrest Jones, right before you. Yeah. Actually, and we were talking about blue zones. Oh, that's and, interesting. And, and there's basically the zones where people live the longest and why. And there's six of them in the world where people, like median age, you know, they average to 100, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or older. And, and the things that, and the reasons why they live that long. Right, and there's like nine reasons. We could only remember five. <laughs> so let's see if you you want to you play a game and see if you can finish the other four. Sure. Sure. Okay. So we made it through uh, basically a lifestyle. So usually an active lifestyle that's just within your normal activity, gardening. You know. Yeah, work, active working, lifestyle. A- active lifestyle. Um, local eating. Right. Um, a lot of veg- veg- vegetable diets, right? But also just local eating. And then the friendship thing, and you covered three of them. So basically spiritual like connection with people, friend connection and community connection and family connection, right? right. So, that was, so that was five. Okay. And we're missing, we're missing four. Can you think beyond the diet, exercise, and the community aspects, what could potentially be the other four things that keep us, that keep them the healthiest people on the planet? Oh, great. Right. Uh, that was tricky. We didn't, we couldn't do it. So pre- no uh, pressure. No, pr- no pressure, Amanda. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. Uh-huh. I mean, we can talk it out too, because honestly, I haven't Googled it yet either. But I have no, like, so lifestyle and relationships covered. Three of them. And then food. food. What would be the four? Other four. Sleep? It's probably, oh, you know what? I bet it's relaxation or like. Like, yeah, or, stress. Or like me, me time, maybe. Stress? Or like, yeah, relaxing? yeah the, the lack of stress. Or like, you know, in Italy, they have, they have, you know, they have siestas. So the lifestyle isn't quite as stressful, say, as opposed to Japan. America, yeah, because we're very stressed out in America. Mm-hmm. So leisure time, I bet leisure time is is probably leisure number six. time. Mm-hmm. Just check. We talked out one. Awesome. Um. <laughs> hmm. Oh, one of them. Uh, one of them, which he wasn't so sure about uh, that they all have in common is they all drink a small bit of alcohol. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. not a lot, but a, but like a small, a small bit. Hmm. So I don't know if that was actually in the number seven or that might have been like <clears throat> a local thing. But, you know, like if you right. like if you're drinking mead, right, say from local honey. And you just drink yeah. a little bit of it, you know, like maybe one cup a day, which is totally fine to consume seven alcoholic drinks a week does nothing to you. Right. Right. Then, and it then maybe that local honey, you know, from the mead yeah. could, could be beneficial. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. spitballing here. <laughs> Um, anyway, we can Google them later. <laughs> trauma? I don't know. Something like... Just like... I don't know. Lifestyle? I know. It's a mystery. Uh, if you look it up later, you can send me a message. Let me know. <laughs> okay. Because I have but, no idea. Like... I don't... Should we Google it now? You want me to look it up now? <laughs> sure. All right. Nine reasons. Blue zones. What do we got? 
We have what, why, and where? Live longer, have more energy, feel better. What makes blue zones power? Oh, yeah, the powered nine. It's nine of them. Let's see. Do I have lists? Just show me, show me the list. Oh, it doesn't have a list. Bah. It has recipes, though. There's a bluezone.com, and it has, like, all these recipes. Oh, that's interesting. Of, like, what these people eat around the country. That's pretty cool. Communities. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we're, <clears throat> I'm not going to finish these. You need to go to bluezones.com and check it out yourself and see how healthy the rest of the world is eating. And apparently, you can make the recipes. That's cool. I might do that later. <laughs> that's you cool. Should, yeah, that is cool. Hey, we learned something. <laughs> I mean, now I'm interested to see what they t- talk about. Right? Like, yeah, totally check that out when we're done. Um. Anyway, let's get back to you. <laughs> Okay. So you, what, why, why, I mean, do you work remotely? Are your clients like remote clients? Do you have like in-person clients? Um. So right now I'm just doing remotely and stuff like that. I would love to do, one of my biggest things is like doing, eventually doing speaking and also doing cooking classes in yeah. person and totally stuff like that. that. And doing yeah. online cooking classes. That's my next big things that I want to be doing. Well, tag me on Instagram and I'll, and I'll, or on Facebook or all of the above and, and I will follow you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe you can teach me how to eat healthier. I'm really, I like, <laughs> I think about eating healthy. I don't eat bad, but I don't eat great either. I'm a pretty middle ground eater. Like I have a salad pretty much every day, but I also might have a cheeseburger. Who knows? <laughs> That's funny. um so it wasn't you weren't it wasn't like for clients or like a business move to austin in any way uh why um no it was more (laughs) of like i was tired of arizona and i was like okay and god wanted me in texas so i was like okay there's a reason why and i don't know texas (laughs) and i'm like Sure, why not? I don't have, I don't married or kids and stuff, so why not do right. this at this time of my life? Might as well. Um, we all is live it hotter? Is it hotter in Arizona or in Texas? So I was in northern Arizona for like six years, but so it was cooler in, in Austin. But if you're in southern Arizona, it's way hotter. Yeah, it's probably like 115. Yeah. If we get up to in Austin, I don't know if they get up that hot. Fun fact, it gets up to 115 degrees in Savannah, Georgia on occasion. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I moved on a day, but it was, it was in August, and it was 115 degrees. And, and yeah, I, all... I mean, <laughs> like, it's... Lots of water. <laughs> that's the thing with Austin, Texas, though, I've learned is, like, I'm like, I don't understand, like, it'll be 20-something degrees different, like, the next day. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I think we experienced, when we were there, uh, pretty much every weather condition you could ask for. (laughs) Except snow. But it was, like, it was fall, it was spring, it was summer, it was... It was even winter, but without snow, right? Like, holy, wow, it is freezing today. And the next day, it was, like, 90. It was crazy. And it was December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
<laughs> and, it cool. and then I, I noticed, I was like, oh. And then, like, I don't know, a week or so, we were like, like a hundred, like it was record temperatures from, and they were saying in May. And then like, then while I was, I was out of town this weekend, I was in Arizona and on Sunday it was like 74 degrees. So I'm like, it's mind. Nothing can make up its mind. I don't know if it can make up its mind. And I've learned, I'm like, I don't know. People are like, well, you should be used to it. Because you're from Arizona, the hot weather. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, the humidity. I the north. The humidity is pretty awful. That's my opinion. Oh yeah, you because you don't have humidity in Arizona. No, it's dry no, heat. It's just dry. Yeah. yeah. Again, and, still lots uh, of water. Lots of water. Stay so hydrated, it's Arizona. Lots of water. It's absolutely lots of water because I was like, um, last year when I did like a. I think it was called River Place Trail or something. And it was with all these different steps. And I went like in like during the hottest months, like July or August, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I didn't bring enough water. And I'm like, yeah, got a little dehydrated because I was like, nope. Don't drink too much when you go to Colorado (laughs) and take lots of water to Arizona. Yeah. (laughs) Rules to live by. Right. What are you making for dinner tonight? Oh, <laughs> you like I don't know yet. for dinner. Uh-huh. I don't. That's a good question because, like, I ordered a bunch of food. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> groceries, like uh-huh. just like unshipped or Instagram. Yeah, two hours ago, so they're not coming till like seven. So I'm like, do I just cook whatever I have like left in my fridge, which is not that much, or do I just wait for the I don't know. What are you going to do? You could get creative and clear, you know, you'll start fresh. If you, if you cook now, you can start fresh with all the groceries that come in and then you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Well, I mean, I really don't. And then if you want, and then if you want a midnight snack, you have all that food so you can go to town. I mean, that's what I'm like uh, tomorrow. I'm like, I got to I just needed some time just to cook tomorrow because I have like nothing because I was at out of town this weekend so I didn't get to do any cooking and stuff and so I'm like okay mm. all right what is in the fridge what's in the fridge like nothing <laughs> you should probably <laughs> not, wait for the delivery then <laughs> which is not very which is very unnormal for me well you were out of town you shouldn't you didn't want all that food going bad while you were gone that, no that and I was so I don't know um I think there's like tomatoes and cherry, little tomatoes. And I have like sweet potatoes. I have chicken and stuff. But like, I don't really have any like vegetables right now. <laughs> we have tomatoes. All right. You, you could have a little chicken caprese with like the tomatoes and the maybe yep, you got some balsamic. I mean, I, you got some balsamic floating around there last, somewhere. I guess I could do what I did last night and just. Which I cut up like a bunch of roasted um, potato. I have potatoes and I have like sweet potatoes, so just roasted vegetables and stuff like that. Oh, I think you have dinner. I think we. I think we just put chicken <laughs> for protein. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any like green vegetables right now. That's the thing. That's okay. 
Oh, you can have a salad later. You have a salad for dessert when you. <laughs> I don't think of salad as dessert. You know, you theoretically, your salad is supposed to be after dinner because the salad is actually the digestive. Okay. Right. right? So in some countries, the salad served as the last course, and dessert is served as the first course. Weirdly. Oh really? That's mm-hmm. like what countries do that? I gotta look it up. Like maybe, maybe Belgium. There's a place. But salad is, yeah, it's so the salad actually helps you digest everything else after you've eaten it. But we do it the other way. Salad after dinner. Uh, Settle your stomach. In addition to cleansing the palate for a meal, having a salad after eating is believed to contribute to healthy digestion. Just there you go. Oh, that's it. I said new, something new. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which country, but I know I've been told that before. That, yeah, because, you know, because other people are like, sugars, the, the, the sugar process is better through your body if it's followed up by everything else. Oh, that's cool. to taking in the sugar last, to something, something to that effect. I'm not a scientist, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scientist either, so... Touche, but yeah, salads aid in digestion. Um, so have yeah, so there you go. Have dinner, have your salad later. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel just super healthy tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. Right. Um, do you have any shout outs or anywhere we should follow you or anything we should go go purchase from you? Um, yeah, so I do have a podcast. It's been going for three years and it's 130 episodes and it's mostly just about like getting people to realize there are ways to getting better with your health. Right. There's, Mm -hmm. um, I started it because I was like, at first I was like, okay, I wanted it to be fibromyalgia. That was like my, who I was focused on, but then it expanded. And now I've had like so many guests in the last year and a half where I'm like, I got to change the name. So I changed the name just recently, but that's also goes into my Facebook group, which is also the same name also, which is physical, emotional health secrets, physical, emotional health secrets. Uh, on Facebook and uh, the website.com? Um, well, I'm redoing my website right now. So, but my, the podcast is Physical Health Secrets. And then the Facebook group is also that. But then, many, I'll, and then my, many, just my social media is Amanda Least Love. So, how many different, um, <clears throat> I guess, uh, how many different issues have you like covered on the podcast? Could you, do you even have any idea? Um, so I know I interviewed 38 people last year. 38 uh, people? And I, 30, 38 different issues? Yeah. And did we find solutions to problems? Yeah, like hormones. I interviewed people, trauma experts, mindset experts, pelvic pain, which I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> I and somebody reached out and they were like, "Can I talk about this?" Um, 
I've had a friend come on and he's actually a scientist. He worked in cancer research and stuff like that. But um, we talked about, and now he turned into, now he's a nutritionist also, but he talked, we talked about boundaries and stuff like that. So boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries such as like when, rules for yourself or like relationship boundaries, <laughs> which is it, which is funny now that thinking about it because that's where that was last August and stuff like that 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 episode came out. But now it's come up that we're setting some boundaries with each other. So <laughs> in the last two months, so it's an interesting come, thing, right? Yeah, it all comes come, come full circle. circle. It can throw a circle. I didn't know I would ever have to set boundaries with him, but that's <laughs> interesting, right? But yeah, but he did a hun- my hundred episode with me back in like January and stuff like that because no. I, I was like, set, I have to set boundaries with my dog because he thinks <laughs> that he can have duck treats whenever he wants, and he's he's a little duck crack addict, is what he is, and so we're we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to set boundaries. That, that he can't just look so cute all the time because I'm just a sucker for that. And I just give him his crack and he, he's winning. Well, that's how it, he's winning. The, the, we are failing the boundaries. Yeah. It's boundaries with our dogs. It's boundaries <laughs> with like everybody in our lives and stuff like that too. And I had to set some boundaries. I had to realize like, I'm like the type where I'm like pouring, pouring into everybody else. So like two months ago, I was just sort of like, what am I doing and stuff? So like setting those boundaries is so important. I mean, you have to, you have to keep a balance in your life between your time and other people's time and work life, fun, work life, fun. I feel, and it's not like, it's hard to keep a balance. Maybe boundaries is number eight. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) like boundaries, like, but I think a lot of times it's like, it's so hard because you're like, especially I'm in a new city and it's so hard to be like, okay, I'm lonely and I missed my family and I need to be around people too. But then I also need my downtime where I'm like, I don't want to (laughs) be around around anybody. Yeah. And And I'm not like people, the boundaries are all like, you got to pick the right people. You know, you, you, you know, some, sometimes you meet people and not, you know, and you think they're cool and your friend, then you realize they're not. And then you have to set the boundaries, right? Yeah. And it's, it's interesting finding and those it, people where it's like, and in oh, a new city, we... you just have a, yeah, you just, you have a plethora of just trying to work your way through the social situation to meet like-minded people to hang out with that don't suck. And most people suck. So it's real hard to find people in the well, it's, I think the biggest thing though, it's hard because like, it's hard because I'm like, I do podcasting. I've been, I do interviews. So I'm so open and most people are so reserved. I feel like, and like, I'm like, I'll, I'm like, I could share anything with someone and I'm have no problem. Right. And I had a friend. You're used and to it. It's good. But then it's like, not most people are like that, I feel like. And, yeah. like, I've been told I'm super direct. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I'm like, you say well, what's on your mind. That's I'm like, okay, I'm, okay. Well, I'm like, I'm like, I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm 32. 
Like I want those deep, deep relationships and stuff like that. I don't need to have a hundred people in my life and stuff. I need those five or three or four people who are like going to be super close with and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And that's the thing. Those are the people that it's hard to find. Well, they're out there. It's just, thank God for FaceTime, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I mean, it's good because I actually, I have two right now and maybe a third and stuff. So that's good. But it's still like, okay, figuring it out, finding those friends that are like, I have, I found like two good ones through a church, right? But I'm not going to that church anymore. And one right, of I, have, friends, I have a fun challenge for you. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to trip advisor farm to table restaurants. <laughs> Farm to table restaurants. Farm to table restaurants, and you're just gonna explore Austin every like once a week, maybe take yourself out to dinner to a nice farm to table restaurant, and that way you can have actually that's actually a really fun idea. You're welcome. (laughs) I love that idea actually because I'm because that's what I was doing like last summer. It was like I was like I'm like oh I'll go out to eat to a restaurant and stuff because I was like I just need to meet people and stuff like that. Um, I don't have any, I don't have any really, I like, I don't really have any entrepreneur. That's my thing right now. My two good friends, they're not entrepreneurs and they're not in the health space. Well, fun thing, fun thing about farm to table restaurants. They're, they're usually, uh, very healthy and usually worker owned or chef owned. And then you can find out about the farms and then maybe you go take a tour of the farms and you'll meet all these people. It'll send you on a little little road adventure of pathway to, you know, find, finding about the food in Austin. You can even maybe talk about that in your podcast. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that that'd be a cool idea. And go with yeah, I, I could go I could go along with your cooking show and your Instagram for food and stuff. How? Huh? You're welcome. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I actually love that idea. <laughs> I love it too. I want to follow your journey. <laughs> Everybody, go follow Amanda Love's journey. She's she's going to go explore the farm to table of Austin. I, that's actually a good idea. That's like that would be a good cooking, like YouTube mm-hmm. series or something. Something. Think about it. Mull it over. You got this. Oh, I love that. Right. Um, I'm going to give you one more shout out. So go go follow Amanda on her new journey of in Austin doing all the amazing things that she's going to bring to Austin uh, because God brought her to Texas and she's now going to go do her good work. And uh, make sure that you go subscribe to her podcast, A Physical Emotional Health Secrets. And um, so one more time, what, what are we having for dinner? <laughs> what are we having for dinner? Chicken and like roasted vegetables. Roasted. I mean, I guess it's sweet potatoes and stuff. I mean, that's that sounds perfect to me. And, right. And your dessert salad. And my dessert salad that will come at like seven. It'll probably come at eight. <laughs> hey. But- I like sometimes when you order groceries, they don't always come right away. It comes like eight o'clock. Hey, as, as long as you didn't have to leave the house, that's important. Right. Right. Touche, my dear. <laughs>
Touche. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. And uh, yeah, seriously, but as soon as you just, just message me on, on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you're going to post them, and, and I'm on board. I will. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Amanda Love, you have been a fantastic guest, and I look forward to following you. Uh, please go watch my television series, Beyond the Check, and go follow us on Pace Made. Uh, 